And welcome to episode 100 of the Laptop Empires podcast. That's right, my friends. We've made it a long way. Somehow, even though I can't use a microphone, as we discovered about two seconds ago when we tried to start this episode, mm-hmm. we've made it. We've made yeah, you've it. also struggled with, like, is this the podcast? Is this the show? Like, which, yeah. which thing are we recording? But other than that, I think you've been doing a good job hosting. I just ride the struggle bus through life. <laughs> it probably doesn't help though. When we first started the podcast, I think we used to record it in the afternoon, like when both of us were awake. We used to do it at night. Like in the Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And now drink while we <laughs> That's <laughs> right. We we well maybe we've never been with it when we've been doing it. But yeah, now we do it at like seven AM. So And so this just goes to show you that consistently showing up is more important than anything <laughs> when it comes to success than being good at your craft. You we, don't have to be <laughs> an absolute rock star at everything you do. You just have to show up, man, a hundred times. Good Lord. It actually, it's actually been a hundred episodes. Oh, so what have we, what have we learned? I don't know. You know, and it, you, we had another episode, like our one year, we had our one year anniversary in July Mm-hmm. So it was only a few episodes ago, like four episodes ago <laughs> that we did that episode. So we'll try and make it different. But um, but yeah, we don't really have, we're just kind of talking about things, I guess, from the last hundred, a little retrospective. What have we learned? What have we yeah, learned? I, I'm kind of curious to go back down memory lane a little bit, like how, and, and try to figure out how things have changed since we started this. Because it's been like, an, it's been like, a, it's been a year and a half since we started Laptop Empires. We've done a lot of stuff in a year and a half. Like it's been kind of crazy. You know what I think a big one is? Because, I mean, it's been a year and a half since we started Ellie. It's been about a year since you started the podcast. I think one of the biggest things I'm thinking about this because I remember launching the podcast when I was in Nebraska and thinking about that trip versus this year and thinking about, you know, just other trips you and I have been able to take vacation. Like that's been like a big, like actually unplug for vacation instead of working on vacation. Yeah. That's been a big big change. So that's a big positive one. Yeah. That's a big, I I just remember actually was talking to Coral about this last night. I was so stressed out last year. Like it was so weird. Like the business was doing really well and like things were going great. Like we were just like doing really well. And then, but it was like the amount of stress that I had last year compared to this year is like, it was probably double or triple And this year. I feel like I don't do nearly as much crap, <laughs> but I feel like the business is growing faster because I don't do nearly as much crap. You know, right. That's a good, that's a good topic right there. I think what it has to do with is when things started to take off, we didn't, you know, we didn't originally, we weren't like, Hey, we're going to make laptop empires a thing. It was more like, Hey, we need a name for the LLC 
for this joint venture. <laughs> have and we? Then it it went sorry. well. Sorry, I sorry I interrupted. I was just going to say, have we told them the story of how I got the the website domain? We need to we need to go into that if we haven't. But keep going. Yeah, yeah we'll do that in a second because that's pretty funny. But anyway, you know, we weren't really planning to turn this into this big thing, but it kind of took off and we had fun building it and we were like, let's go, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I don't remember where I was going cause you distracted me with another story, but um, bird brain. Yeah. I guess that doesn't matter. I have no idea. Sorry. Y'all you, you don't. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, the look on your face too, when I did that, cause I, I had that, you know, like I have those, I just have these random ideas and I'll just blurt it out like an idiot. But yeah, no, you were, you were talking about how we were taking vacations and stuff like that. And then like, we're, you know, things changed. Crap. I don't know, man. Okay. Anyway, so I'm going to tell everybody the story of how I got the website domain. I think you were talking about how we do less stuff now. I don't remember it anyway. So you're not triggering that memory. It is gone. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So the website domain thing was funny because we didn't, we were actually choosing between laptopempires.net, I think. It was like .net or we were going for like laptop or co or (laughs) yeah, it was like all these really like, it was going to be kind of boo-boo because somebody owned laptopempires.com and I remember being really pissed off about that because they're just sitting on it because some people like, some people just do that. Some people just buy domains and just sit on them forever. Like Grant Grant Sabatier is like a a perfect example of that and Grant's a friend so he's going to think this is funny but like he just buys every freaking domain that he possibly can and I think he like he would legitimately like if millennialmoneyman.com was up, like he would buy it and he would like he he would I don't know if he would make me pay for it or not, but he would at least scare the crap out of me with it. Like he he just does that. I think that this is just my guess, but from from what I know of Grant, I bet you he would like like hold it hostage mm-hmm. <laughs> for a little bit and get you all worked up and panicked and pissed off. And then yeah. be like, no, okay, you can have it. I was just trying to help you out. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. He tra- he probably would because he does not need all these domains, but he just is notorious for buying all these domains. Like I'm pretty sure Larry wanted SEOforwriters.com and I'm pretty sure Grant bought it before Larry could use it. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure. Anyway, so it was, you know, we were like going to choose this kind of crappy domain name for Laptop Empires. And I just randomly like one night just randomly logged into GoDaddy and I was like, ah, I'll just check one more time. And so when I logged well, in, we got rejected a couple times. Remember we were offering, oh, we were like, trying to get it. Yeah. We were, we trying, were to trying to buy it. And I think we'd offered like two, three grand or something to buy it. Yeah. Which is and a stupid amount. I've never paid that kind of money yeah, for a domain. And it got, but we were just like, <laughs> let's do it. And it got rejected. Yeah. And, and, then, got, and then you went in. Yeah. I logged in and it was like, it was just there. Like it was, I searched it and it was there and I was like, holy crap, is this real? And so I bought it, but it's like $10. Yeah. I bought it for like 10 bucks and I was like, how does it, how is this even possible? And, but then it like didn't transfer into my account. So I was like, oh man, like, I feel like, did I get scammed by GoDaddy? Like what, what happened? So I get on the tech support or whatever and I'm like freaking out at this point. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, we've been trying to get this domain for so long. And the tech support girl, she said that I literally bought it. Like it was on auction and then it like, I guess it, nobody bought it or it went off of auction or something. And it's like, right when I logged in was like the moment that it became available again. And I bought it and I'm not even sure that I was supposed to be able to buy it. 
but like she had to do all this like magic to actually get it transferred into my account because I had paid for it. And uh, so that was, it was just like this weird, like, you know, fate kind of thing and just logged in and it just happened to be right. there for like a split second and I bought it and it was, it was so random, but I'm glad I did. Awesome. It's a good, it's a good, it's good branding. Yeah. It's good. It worked out well. Yeah. So I remembered that thing. Yes. Like all right. Good. So you were talking about how you felt like we were doing so much stuff last year. Mm, yeah. And I think what happened, you know, everything was starting, it was taken off. And because we weren't initially planning to do this, we didn't know what to do. Like we didn't know what direction we wanted to go with it, yeah. what we wanted the business to be. And so we just started doing stuff. Right. And even the podcast, the podcast in hindsight was not very well thought out. <laughs> okay. That's like 90% of the stuff <laughs> outside of like our courses and the membership group. I feel like almost everything else has been, has been that, but keep going. <laughs> oh, but we, and it's funny because like we're so strategic about things, but like there's some things, especially in early with this, like it was just, there was so much momentum guys. Like that's what you got to realize. There was so much momentum and it, we were like so amped up and we just started running with it. And so, yeah, that's good. Like taking actions good, but sometimes like you just, you go down a route you probably shouldn't. And the podcast, I mean, the way we decided to do a podcast was like, you've already got a blog. And so we're like, we don't want to do another blog. You didn't want to do another blog. No. And I was like, I'm going to be doing my YouTube channel, which eventually became an Ellie YouTube channel. Yeah. And so we're like, well, we don't want to do that. And well, podcast then. Right. But, but then even that, like what it really came down to is we were like, okay, we don't want to write more. Let's maybe we can talk though. Right. Like we can just hop on and talk like that. That was literally the decision there. We didn't really know a lot about podcasts. And so we didn't realize like we were thinking this was going to be a traffic generation thing, which it is not. <laughs> it's not at all. <laughs> it is not. We didn't know that at the time. You know, we've talked about that, how it's what, it, you know, it's place in the spectrum being more of an engagement tool when you, when you compare it to other things. But you know, that, that was a good example of like, I mean, we didn't really think that out, but we, we kind of, uh, we started just doing, we've done, we've done so many things, you know, Facebook ads for bloggers was an impulse. Like, Hey, people are asking this, qu this question, let's create this mini course and then hey, let's turn it into a bigger course. And Hey, let's do this, you know, launch that blog. Like everything we've done has worked out, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we should have done it or, you know, that it was, you know, the best thing because they're not bad products. It's that we, for a while there, we stretched ourselves too thin. Yeah. So yeah, then after we realized that the podcast wasn't a traffic generator, we decided to add the blog, you know, and then after, you know, I was planning to do the YouTube thing and, you know, I decided not to work on my personal brand, which was something I was working on before Ellie and just to focus on Ellie. And so we'd move the YouTube thing over there. And so now it's like, there's all this stuff, right? And, you know, I think that's something like in hindsight, like looking at a hundred episodes, like what have we learned in that time frame? You know, I think if we did it all again, I don't know. I like how things are right now, but I think we would have been more focused. You know, like you said, yeah. we did a lot of stuff. And, and if you're building a business, like, you know, I, I know I've said it on the show before, but a YouTube channel or a blog, like those are individual businesses. Like Bobby has an entire business that is a blog and mm -hmm. there's so much that goes into it. 
right? More than you could ever realize as you just keep going further and further down the rabbit hole. Yeah. YouTube channel is exactly the same, you know, and I complain to you all the time that I'm like, all right, I'm not giving enough attention to a YouTube channel. You know, I get all grumbly about it (laughs) and that's my fault, but it's because a YouTube channel, it's like a blog. It's a, it's a job. Like it's a full business on its own. It's not just a content platform, you know? So I think that has a lot to do with this, like how stressful last year was versus this year was like, we didn't know where we were going. We were just testing things out. We were trying to figure out what we wanted the business to be. Whereas this year we have a lot more clarity on that. Yeah, I think so. And we said no a lot more. Right. Like we've got all these ideas for things like that we could do and services we can provide. And like, there's just a million different things. And then it's just, we've had like multiple conversations this year where it's just like, okay, we're not going to do that. We're going to push that to Q4. Like we're, we're going to do that next year, which I think has been really cool. It's been weird because I felt like a couple of times that I've compared to how crazy last year where I was just working like nonstop. I feel like there've been times this year that I'm like, man, should I be doing something else? <laughs> you know, like, should I be working more? But what I found this year is that I've really been able to like unplug a lot more, you know, and just like step away from the computer and like go golf driving range or whatever, or like, you know, go boating. Like, the, you know, I just went on vacation. Like I did San Diego for nine days and then I came back and then I did a lake house with my family for another four days. And like, I worked during some of that God, time. Did you ever work? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, I was just like, man, if like, I feel so much more Zen lately than I have like in a long time. And so, and I think, and I think I've gotten, I've become more productive I think because of that. So just saying no, it's hard to do when you're first starting out though. Like I couldn't have done that a couple of years ago, but I, you know, right. and the other thing I'm trying to do is embrace more of the, uh, like go back to the whole reason that I started the online business, which was like to have more time and not mm-hmm. have, you know, too many things going on and like make magic internet money and all that kind of stuff. Like now I feel like I'm getting to that place where I'm just focusing on it more rather than just focusing on, doing more crap all the time, which is really good. You know, but it's hard. It's hard to get to that place. You're like our laptop empires, Buddha. I really feel that way. So Zen and philosophical. (laughs) I don't know about that, but I do know that I'm way more relaxed. So inspiring. (laughs) I know I'm way more relaxed than I used to be, but that's the other thing too. Like, you know, I've been focusing on just doing the things I like doing and try not to do any of the other crap. Like, that's the wonderful thing about the internet is like, you can literally just like do the stuff you want to do and still make money. I mean, like you still have to do some other crap too, but like, you know, if you like really focus on what you like. You've got to do it consistently 100 times in a row. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that's, I think that's where people drop the balls. They don't have that consistency. And I wrote wrote something that I liked the other day after I went back and looked at it. So I said, it was on my Instagram where I share real life tips for people. Actually, I don't know. My Instagram so random, uh, but it says only focus on the things I like doing, but do those things at an elite level. Mm. I, like that. I like that idea of just like focusing on the stuff you like, but be really freaking good at it. Did you find that somewhere or did you say that? Are you like I, quoting yourself? I was quoting myself. Yep. That was, yeah, a okay. I had a feeling <laughs> that sounds yeah. like you. <laughs> yeah. That's a meta quote, but yeah, anyway, so that's one of the things I think is way different this year. I saw you write something down on your little notepad. Are we talking about something else? Is this like part of the recording? Yeah. 
Well, I, it oh, was. Oh, like, like on air, on air <laughs> production meeting? We'll, well leave you, it in. We'll leave it Yeah, typically what happens is like I'll be talking. When I go off on like a tirade about like whatever, uh, Mike will get an idea about something and his lawyer instincts kick in and he writes it down in his lawyer's jargon. Like he let's, writes like short codes for stuff. Let's read Mike's notepad. Yeah. On air. Here yeah. we go. Email Juan about refund policy. Check. Okay. <laughs> Ask Mel about t-shirt idea. Check. This is what you do. How to structure podcast? coaching <laughs> as in a topic for the podcast. Wow, dude, I thought for the last year that you were writing down things that you wanted to talk about next. Usually when we're doing it, I'm writing down ideas that came out of this, like other podcast episodes. Oh, wow. It's like that. Yeah. See, even a hundred episodes in, you learn some hundred episodes in, you don't even know what I'm doing. Holy crap. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, there you go. See, you learn something new every day about, about there you go. Business husband. And we episode 100 has officially become the most random episode of the laptop empires catalog. I don't think so. I think, you know what, honestly though, (laughs) We've done some random episodes, but I think, I, I just think, I feel like the business is in like a really cool place right now where we can focus on, you know what, the other thing we've been focusing on that I think is an important thing is we've talked about like how we're going to grow the business. And this is something that I think anybody could focus on that has like any sort of established business, you know, rather than always like, rather than putting the primary focus on getting new customers, which I think is what we did, you know, obviously in the beginning and probably for the first like eight you have to in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, but then I think we've slowly shifted our focus for like, yeah, let's, let's continue to get more customers. Let's get more core sales, but let's make the, let's make the user experience for our existing customers better. And let's turn people into repeat buyers rather than just always having to fill new people into the top of the funnel. So I feel like we've really, we've really been focusing on how we can improve, you know, like retention rates and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I think if you're in our course, there are things coming. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, but I think that's a cool place to be in the business where you start thinking about, and I think every business eventually should or can get to this place where you're, you're starting to think about how to, how to like, increase ROI from the people that are already there that already love your stuff that are already, you know, with you uh, rather than just constantly funneling new people in, because once you get all that kind of, you know, bottom of the funnel stuff figured out, then when you get more people into the top of the funnel, it's more efficient. You make more money. Well, so, and you got to figure out what's the next thing that you can help them with. Yeah. Right. Next step, so, cause it's, it's, you have people come in and if your goal is to help them achieve something, eventually they get to a point where like they need, whatever the next thing is, you know? Yeah. And so, I mean, that's with our students, we're thinking about, okay, cool. They're, they're providing these freelance services, you know, they're getting started. They've got clients. Well, we've got people that have been with us for a year and a half that are crushing it. Yeah. What do they need help with next? You know, like what we don't want them to outgrow our community. We want to be able to help them take it to the next level. How do they go from now having a great business to, you know, doing it full time, right? Bringing yeah. on team members, those kind of things. So like you always got to be thinking about like what's the next step. And then I think there's also the the whole concept of um, just like improving the stuff you have. Like we've talked a lot about like our funnels and our sequences, like how do we make them better? How do we make them more effective? You know, we've yeah. been spending a lot of time doing analytics, you know, uh, we've had Larry coming in uh, and doing a lot of the helping us with the SEO stuff, but really also helping us with systems and analytics and just 
finding areas of improvement, you know, and I think that's been really big, but you can't do that at first because you don't have any data, right? Like you don't have anything, but, um, you know, after a while you do. Yeah. I think one of the important things there too, that I think is different now than when we first started or just kind of like, if we could go back, I would make sure that every different platform and everything we had was, was, uh, more well, thought out meaning we started like the thrive cart like we have a thrive cart account to process credit card payments and stuff like that and we've got a teachable account and all of that and we built all of that stuff on it was like millennialmoneyman.thrivecart.com and like millennialmoneyman.teachable.com like we had all these millennial money man subdomains because we kind of started from the millennial money man audience but the problem is well, we didn't have that domain yet yeah we didn't yeah we had that we ran into that issue yeah yeah i'm just saying like if we could if we could right. like you know, go back and do it from scratch, like making sure that every step of your, your funnel and your process is organized. <laughs> like for, so you're like on all of the domain stuff, like making sure that all the domains match making sure that you're using UTM codes on everything, which is something that we have had to go back and do. And cause when you start trying to figure out attribution for your sales, it's it can be kind of like a, a tricky process and it's something we've been doing for the last several months. But if you are passing along UTM codes and, and you know tracking links and stuff across different domains, like it doesn't work very well. And so that's something we've really found out from the tech side of things is like everything has to be very organized. And and well, just so we also didn't make sales. Right. Yeah, we didn't know that. So, you know, and this is an, an example of like yeah, in hindsight, if we could go back and we had done that along the way, it would have been awesome. At the same time, if you don't know about that stuff and you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh, I, I need to do all that from the get-go, it's more important that you just freaking do the thing. You well, know? yeah, I know, but still, they can still go listen to stuff. Go to LarryLudwig.com. He's, he's, our, he's our tracking guru. He, he's actually putting out some great articles right now on like what a UTM code is, like very beginner, like basic level stuff so that you can figure out how to attribute sales, right? Like that's, that's a huge deal because then when you, when you want to start, you know, you've got your great product, you have to start having customers and then you want to scale it, paid traffic, like we teach in the Facebook ads for bloggers course, whatever you want to do, like it makes it easier to track all those things if you do everything the right way. So I'm right now, I'm sorry. I'm like laughing because I'm sitting here and I'm like, we're going to link that article in the footnote. UTM. But I'm not going to put the UTM code <laughs> <laughs> on the UTM code article. And I guarantee he's going to write me a nasty gram. <laughs> yeah, he'll see that, man. He sees freaking everything. But yeah, I think that that's the, over the last hundred podcast episodes. Like, I feel like we've gone from a place of just like doing everything we possibly could, which you have to do in business sometimes, to becoming more refined so that we can eventually scale. And that, like, that's a process that everybody hopefully goes through if you want to scale your business. I have a great one that I just oh. thought of. You need to get outside of your industry. Mm. And I think that's something that we've both learned working together and over the last, you know, 100 episodes. Yeah. You know, we're going to FinCon in a couple of weeks. Yeah. We went last year. It was a lot of fun. Um, but if you're like a personal finance blogger, you need to meet people that aren't personal finance bloggers and make friends with those people too. Mm -hmm. Because if all you're doing is hanging out with the FinCon people and those are the only people you're talking to on social media, you're going to struggle to grow at a faster rate because you're 
seeing recycled ideas. Yeah. Like everybody's doing the same kind of ideas. But if you can go and you can, you know, you go learn about copywriting and you join a community there and you go learn about digital marketing and join a community there and you start getting to know people that are in other industries, you're going to become more well-rounded and you're going to grow faster because you're going to have new and different ideas. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that like we have really experienced working together and like me getting to know people in your world and you getting to know people in my world, you know, because it's just that exposure to different things. Here's a really great example. If you and I hadn't started working together, you probably would not have discovered that email copywriting is probably your biggest strength in your business. Probably not. But you know, it took, it took seeing it done a different way and, you know, and then, meeting Chris and getting exposed to, you know, different copywriting resources and stuff. And then boom, all of a sudden, like that's had a big impact for you, you know, that took, you know, that's not something that is talked about as much or as in depth or in that style inside of the personal finance blogging community as it is on this side of the fence. So I think that that's like a big one. And, you know, and there's, there are plenty of examples going the other way. Like, I, I didn't, there's so many things I did not know about with SEO and on all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's interesting how different like industries, like how the, how the personal fitness marketing industry is like wildly on the other side of things <laughs> in terms of just like traffic and everything. Like in, right. in the personal finance world, it's very much Pinterest and organic traffic. And a lot of the people in my space are really freaking good at it. Like it's just they're mm-hmm. like next level. It's just unbelievable stuff that they're doing, and and some of the tracking that we were talking about, and like you know the performance, you know quote unquote performance marketing and all that stuff, affiliate marketing. And then you go to to your side of things, and it's I feel like the personal fitness marketer game or just paid traffic, it, like the funnels are are more sophisticated. You know, I feel like the copywriting is is quite a bit more advanced. And, it's uh, more paid traffic, yeah, marketing, yeah, you know, uh, offers, like, yeah, yeah. So it's cool. Like that's why I, I like what we're doing because we're marrying those two things, and hopefully creating a super business <laughs> that's not too stressful. Super um, business, I like it. A super business, it's not too stressful. But it, but but that's been an interesting thing because there are there have been a lot of things that I realized, like man, I you know like copywriting makes a lot of sense for promoting you know, financial products or getting people to affiliate offers and that kind of thing. So I'm hoping that like that kind of seeps into the personal finance world a little bit more because there is this kind of disconnect sometimes with personal finance bloggers where it's like, you're either, you know, a big like conglomerate kind of brand, like the next nerd wallet kind of thing where you don't have a real personal connection with your audience or you're like a super personal blogger that doesn't really get much search traffic or anything else. And I think that you know, kind of what we talked about, like things like email marketing and good copywriting and, and funnels, like it kind of bridges that gap. So I, I think it's going to help. Hopefully it like, you know, seeps into that world a little bit. Yeah. And I think too, I mean, maybe like a last note, there's been, we've kind of have gone through a lot of like, what do we want our business to look like? What do we want our life to look like, you know, and, and making those kind of decisions and trying to build the business around our life, which is what you get into this to begin with anyway. Right. Right. At least that's what mo- for most people, I, I think, I don't know for you, for you, it was more, was it more of that? Like, I want to work for myself. I want to work the hours. I want to work kind of thing. Yeah. I just didn't like my job. 
Yeah. See, like for me, because like mine, I never intended to do this long term. So it was more like, I just want to make some money. Mm. So it was never really about the lifestyle thing. But now I'm like trying to focus on that more. And that's what we're talking about a lot in the next episode. So next week, you know, tune in for that. We're going to be talking about a book Bobby wrote, read, but yeah, Bobby wrote a book. No, never. (laughs) literally never will happen. I will never write a book. Never say never. I don't want to write a book. I hope you don't write a book. I, me too. <laughs> I hope I'm not working. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Everybody I know that's written a book. I mean, like you can make great money and it's, you know, there's, there's good perks to it, but man, there's, that is a lot of, that is no, it's a yeah. lot of work. It's a lot of work. After surviving your website build, I couldn't survive you making a book. Me either. I can't do it. But anyway, you know, like that's, I think a big thing is like, we've really learned to like, think about what do we want this to look like? What do we want our life to look like? You know, learning to take time off instead of doing project after project after project and like just going a thousand miles an hour. Now it's kind of like, okay, you know, like August, we're going hard in August. We're going to do all this stuff. September going to be kind of chill. I don't know that we're actually both going to be home at the same time at any point in August. Cause we're both traveling at different times. So in September, did I say August? I meant you September. Yeah. No, I meant okay. September. It's yeah. okay. See, and you know, like I said, consistency, do something a hundred times because <sighs> your brain can only work half the time. And if you're showing up all the time, you're good to go. I'm living proof of that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a good note to end on. I don't I am not what you just said. <laughs> not creating any confidence in us. <laughs> Today. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so next episode's gonna be cool. We got we got the the book thing and then we'll we'll get back to some tactical stuff, I think, after that. But sounds yeah. good. Cool. All right. Well, congrats on a hundred episodes. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Oh wow. Enthusiasm through the roof. Dude, yeah. it's too early to be super happy. But yeah, I mean, anyway. I'm well, thank you listeners for sticking with us for a hundred episodes. We know there are quite a few of you that literally listen to every single episode and we really appreciate it. If you're new here, subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and you can start listening to every single one. You've got some catching up to do. And uh, see you next time. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out. We out.